We love film and family, tech and travel. We like our plates full, we'll sleep when we're dead, and we'll spend our last five bucks on the best meal in town. He's the why and the what, and I'm the how and the when. We're a perfect team and a party of three, and we're doing big things trying not to sweat the small stuff. And this is the whole story. Here we are. Here we are. We are in a covert operation in uh, midweek, and we're doing a podcast. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Look at us now. Living in Germany, podcasting. We're throwing out the whole yeah. racing thing, and we're just going to be podcasters. I know. The main, the main character of this podcast is off on an excursion in Bulgaria at the moment, so we're filling filling some big shoes here we are we are attempting to uh to jump in her place she's in bulgaria on an espionage mission for elysium racing and we are um essentially taking over her spot yeah so two things are going to happen before we start this podcast this could be the 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 uncut version but two things are going to happen her ratings are going to skyrocket exactly like through the roof off the charts much wow to come never before seen and the second thing that's going to happen is everyone's going to be trying to get us on their podcast yeah it's going to get crazy it is going to get crazy we're going to be we're going to be worldwide stars so besides our prestige worldwide (laughs) podcast domination now that we're not racing anymore and we're just because i think this podcasting thing is going to catch on i think so it seems like it's like a new it's like a niche thing at the moment uh i think you know it's it's got some legs we'll see where it goes i was like do we do a food blog <laughs> and do the first well not i think there's a few of them like a food blog or do we podcast so all right let's dive into this so we love tech travel everything in between and everything in between and uh at some point we'll get the little noise the like cool you haven't listened to her podcast. You don't even know. No. She's got like sound effects. Wow. There's like a laser noise that brings you up to like where we are and it'll it'll happen like right now. Welcome everybody to the October special edition of the whole story and a half. Limited copies here, folks. This is uh you know, this is our this is sort of our like daft punk like entrance and exit this like one off we're gonna keep the people guessing yeah it's like we got together to make the greatest album and then we left we left it all (laughs) behind and um yeah i'm excited about that so we are we've gotten together here on this special edition of the whole story and we've added the whole story and a half with um ellis and frank michelle's other (laughs) pieces to her puzzle and um you know some would say her podcast have you you haven't listened so you don't know yeah. it 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 borderlines there's some complaints in there yeah about us. there's a lot of complaints and and rightfully so yeah there's no judgment or argument i, I really don't want to you know get on here and think that uh i could challenge anything she's saying <laughs> but she's airing dirty laundry yeah 
the the age as we like to call it when no one's around what's our nickname we've got the age of lies age of lies that's the behind the scenes you don't see of uh you know no recycling cans at the track nope plastic water bottles in the back six pack just cover plastic water bottles wrapped in plastic yeah we pour we pour it out pour it yeah. back in and then we throw it out the window and we're yeah. driving down the highway and i my favorite pastime personally is is throwing those bottle caps into my nearest wildlife reserve on the weekends that's a, always a nice goal that's like a nice after one. a nice electric race yeah. nothing says sustainability than throwing plastic bottles into the water well i mean rotax switched from their diesel generators to power the carts we got a little more wiggle room now for these. now that they're solar so, yeah we have some we got some room yin and yang without it there's no balance so yeah. we're here hijacking the podcast for one reason and one reason only there is a major date on the horizon 20 years in the making 2002 i think that was that was like wow that was like emo haircut beginning of that like yeah, what, okay, so this would be a great exercise. I'm going to ask, Ellis going to ask me a bunch of questions, but I'm yeah. going to start off with a question for Ellis. What to you as a teenage person, do you look at the year 2000? What does that mean to you without being born yet? What is your version of 2000? Yeah. Highlights. I think it was like every, you know, extreme. Like if you went, if I was in high school in like the 2000s, you got, you got the, the emo kids mm-hmm. like but that was like real like you know they were they were wild that's what i've seen at least on online but what car you know, would you be driving Ooh, 2000 to 2002 it's like the end of like the nice 90s cars so like that was when like you know s15 something like that or i would have had like an 80 or like an still in like an 80s muscle car or something and have like something that wasn't quite vintage yet because it's still like you have to cool. remember the 90s cars were new i know so now you have like a, a vintage yeah. respect for like a let's say a mitsubishi eclipse yeah one of my favorites but yeah. then it was still kind of new and that was like the fast and furious there's a lot of underglow going on lots of racing stripes yeah okay so it's, lots, of, lots of lots of you know like pimp my ride like that TVs was actually a car. show i know it's, uh, it's tvs in cars speakers yeah i mean you have to think mtv I mean, you would pimp your ride. Yeah. You would get a tour of somebody's crib. Yeah. Or you would live with seven strangers and yeah. get real. Exactly. All together. Wow. All in like XXXL jeans to ride your skateboards. That's true. I had those. <laughs> I bet you did. In the 90s, Genco. Look it up someday. Genco jeans and Doc Martens. You know, so. he had a little backpack. <laughs> like, for whatever reason, there was always one guy at the a club with a small backpack. Hmm. Who knows what was in it? Who glow knows? sticks. Yeah, lots of glow sticks. Yeah. So, in the crazy time of the 2000s. So, we survived Y2K. Yeah. Yeah. But go Thank ahead. God. We're, this is, so, there's a show on TV, and, and we'll preface it real quick. It's called How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen highlights of it. Yeah. Some of you young kids watch Friends. You watch Seinfeld. How I Met Your Mother is a, is a classic show from then, and I think that's going to be the the uh, opening here. So, go for it. Let's do it. First question. Crazy, the crazy time of the 2000s, and you're working the tomato stands. Tomato guy. Probably the best tomatoes in the neighborhood, I'd guess. The heirloom finest. tomatoes. Yeah, heirloom tomatoes. How did you meet the general manager of the universe? So um, I worked at the farmer's market, and it's in Union Square, Manhattan. We actually took you on a tour of it when you were a little older. 
And uh, it was in Union Square, and it was across from Blue Water Grill. And the manager of the universe was managing the universe of Blue Water Grill. And I met this blonde, blonde woman. And um, from across the way, I'd watch her work. She worked the outside in the cafe. And um, she started buying tomatoes. And I started giving her free tomatoes and then she would show up with a Tupperware because she didn't know what to do with all the shit I was giving her (laughs) and my good friend Ron at the time uh, sort of like moved the needle and introduced us so was it ever too much too many tomatoes always I mean I was behind a a stack of heirloom tomatoes and they were big and beautiful and ugly and delicious and and um, and then there was one day you know we had this sort of like back and forth uh flirtation and and then one day i saw her leave blue water grill because i could watch she sounds stalkerish i wasn't like staring over there all were you eating a tomato while you were watching (laughs) it was literally (laughs) handful of tomatoes i said ron hold this tomato hold hold my tomato i'll be back because every time she would come by it was like i was working so there wasn't really an opportunity to have like a real conversation so i said i'm gonna i'm gonna take my 15 minute break and just like visualize like this rugged you know, like farmer boy from the West Village. I'd roll up my apron and I was like, I'm going to go take 10. And I hopped over. I, I, in my mind, I hopped over the yeah. the counter. This is the city boy that probably couldn't turn the lights on a tractor playing the, <laughs> the no. rugged farmer. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and man, if there's one thing about your mom that is never change, she fucking walks fast. <laughs> yeah, she does walk fast. Holy shit. I <laughs> hop over the counter, and by the time I cross the street, she's already at the end of the next block. Yeah. So I'm like, now I'm like huffing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, I, I got to catch her and be smooth. Like, yeah. how do you get, the, how, do, how do you not look absolutely stalkerish yeah. running up to something? So she went into Citibank, Chase or Citibank. I think it was Citibank. And it was Fifth Avenue, 14th Street. And I waited out front because now I'm like, well, I'm not going to go into the bank someone's doing their business yeah. right like you know who am i to 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 enter in and and say hey i'd like to take you on a date so i waited outside and i was like okay there was a payphone mm. you know what a payphone is oh yeah okay the last one recently was removed really yeah they got rid of the last one in manhattan no in like in, in, in life in like no not in life in <laughs> ever. Like, yeah, no. forever but like in like yeah. i think i forget what area it was but it was like a big thing oh. big crane shit all right. Well, I'm at what was very common, a payphone, because we had beepers back then, so you needed a payphone. Um, and I and I stood at the payphone, and I pretended to be on the phone. And I figured, you know, she's in the bank, and now she's in the bank. And it's like, I could, she was in there so long, and I only had a 15 to 10-minute break. And I'm thinking, she like, taking out a mortgage on a home? Like, what's taking so long? In true master of the universe fashion, she comes, like, charging out and, like, <laughs> doesn't see me and i like was like posing i had the phone up i was pretending to broker a deal you know like and she just blows by me i'm like great so then i like that's it i got a I did like a sprint it's like a suicide sprint i catch her and i'm like hey and that threw me off it's yeah. like hey you and you know we chatted and i think um i uh i was witty and i walked her back to work i was like oh let me walk you to work i'm just i'm just finishing my break well how crazy we ran into each other and uh and i secured our a date and i secured a night out and we uh and it worked so i must have been um somewhat charming even though i was out of breath um and that's how i met your mother uh you know and, and we had a great date and and it was one of those new york city nights where we sort of just like 
walk through Manhattan and had this like sort of magical evening and and then um and then you know dated and then I kind of fucked it up and stopped calling her and disappeared for a while. The original ghost. You were ghosting before it was cool. I was I was ghosting before there was a name for it. Yeah, like yeah. Like when you look in Wikipedia, it's it's Frank the Tank on there. Tank. Ghosting. Black and white in a payphone. Ghosting in the 90s. Ghosting. So. And you could ghost back then. You didn't have find my friends no. or TikTok or Instagram. There was not a lot of tracking yeah. to be done. You know, nowadays, just, you know, you can see people's location in real time. Like, can't can't yeah, do that anymore. No. I was like a devil's whisper. <laughs> so then I, I messed it up. And then, um, you know, and she just was this magnificent, smart, like, accomplished. I don't know. There was so much about her that I just felt like she was too real. And I was, uh, I was not. I was like a child, a man boy, <laughs> hanging out in the West Village. So I think, you know... Yeah, I screwed up. So then a little time went by, and and I gave her a call out of nowhere because I thought about her a lot. I'm mean, talking like eight months later, not like a week later. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know she uh, she picked up, and I hung up because I got nervous. And there was this cool technology back then called Star Sixty Nine, oh, and yeah. that boom got you back. It was like you called me, boop boop, because you didn't have she didn't have caller ID. Yeah. Or maybe she didn't. She knew, didn't know the number. Whatever the pretext was, at that point, I was once again proving my boyish manness. And um, so then, you know, we chatted, and we made a date, and we went to lunch, and I kind of said how I felt and what I was going through and all that, and and you could see there was a spark. Still, we went for a walk, and she almost walked into a um, there's call boxes for fire and police and she like literally like when i was leaving almost walked into one because we were like making eye contact it was pretty cool so i re-met your mother yeah and and i i called her to make a proper date like the date that was going to fix everything and uh and i get this voicemail or answering machine and it's hi you've reached the the home of michelle and david we're not home and i'm like david hmm who is this man and my buddy Tony at the time was like, I don't know, let's 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 investigate. And there's nothing you can investigate. No Instagram, nothing, right? Nothing. And uh, she was moving in with somebody. Hmm. Did you know all of this? Yeah, you told me this. Okay, you told me this before. So I'll get through it quick because you know it, and the people at home don't, or maybe do. All I can tell you is, David is not your father. No, nope. <laughs> we are here today yeah. in Germany because I won her over. Yeah, um, she invited me to her. Last work party when she was leaving Blue Water Grill, the very place I was watching her from, and I walked into the bar. There's a movie called, um, give me a second. It's worth it, folks. This is a gangster move, by the way. Great Expectations. Wow. I just had a moment. Uh, Great Expectations is a great movie, and there's a scene, and I I sort of embodied Ethan Hawke there, and I walked to the bar. I see her at the bar. David's standing there. Friends, co-workers. Everyone's laughing. I take her by the hand. I walk her out. And like the rest was history. That's it. Done. So that's how I met your mother. She also told me the story about how you, you one, you brought a camera on the first date and how <laughs> either this, this is, and this is before, this is before the Instagram 
this is before the Instagram, folks. Are we this talking is, OG again? This is like, this is this is like, you know, you don't you, the, you and it wasn't like a small camera. It's not like you you know an iPhone. You're taking <laughs> pictures like this. So either he was a creep or he was like a quirky RC film guy, and it turned out to be quirky RC film guy. But that and the 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 wad of cash, yes, as well raised a few questions i was that's what i that's what i know at least i think i think when you say it out loud and i look back yes walking around with a camcorder or mini dv i'm not that old but it still was not like ellis you're absolutely right it was bulky and and a wad of cash um yeah you're you're a suspect and you'd be you'd be a suspect now yeah so back then would probably so she definitely took a chance. Yeah. So would we put her in the risk taker category here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So then complete one eighty flip of scenery, Florida. That's yes. like you know, that's not that's not where a city kid spreads his wings. That's a no. Yeah. There there, there was a so there was a stop in Austin in between. That's where we got married. And and then the next destination was Florida. And, you know, we went from 1999 to 2000. We traveled through to Austin and worked like hotel and restaurant jobs. And there was the crash, the dot-com bubble. Um, you know, all my LimeWire and Napster files disappeared. Things were nuts. It was crazy. Uh, the big, that was the biggest tragedy by far. Yeah, for sure. Peer-to-peer sharing. I mean, yeah. So... Um, and then we we spent some time in Austin. My cousins lived there. It was it was really a great time, and we had a lot of fun. But we worked like crazy, crazy hours. And I think we hit that like spot as your mom and I do, where we decided quality of life over, you know, work and all these other things, and just kind of like packed it up in Austin. Um, sadly, because my family was there, um, my cousins I, who I love, and and but it was uh, it was time to get out of there. The job sort of just pushed us to the edge so i was working at a hotel she was working in restaurants and actually um your mom's first entrepreneurial business was there mm. she did bell wine education oh, wow because she was a sommelier so she she started master class pretty much she was like an o that was like an og master class i think we're like unlocking the i feel like history of time here there is yeah like i've think the Spezia family has set so many things in motion that yeah that we we change the course of of humanity there is a, as far as we can see there are ripples in this ghosting you know um you did the first selfie that was like dude original original selfie with a video camera yeah with it's we have the video we and, have the video and grandfather's in the background what is and, what, and so we're in italy it's, and he's yelling at me that i'm not filming like the Coliseum yeah. and the art and I point the camera at myself and I'm like it's a self video because it's more important to see us yeah. than all of these other things in life and you know what what's the one thing everybody wants to see themselves yeah their family so so wine masterclass wine masterclass so she was teaching um essentially wine education and we built like business cards there was no websites there were websites but we didn't Nobody cared yeah. at that point, um, and so that was her first entrepreneurial adventure, and and then I think was like our first together, right, building a brand yeah. and stuff, and then uh, and then we moved to Florida. Here I come. Oh man, can I? Li- I I 
was born in a hurricane, so I pretty much that's probably where I get my electric roots. Is the lightning from the hurricane? I think striking down. I think it's very safe to say that those hurricanes are a obvious metaphor to what happened in our lives when you showed up. Always going fast. You were early. Yeah. Number one, early, early. Um, there was a hurricane, and I don't know. You know, we 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 lived in West Palm, and we lived a you know pretty chill life. I think we. We had a nice home. We had a nice um, group of friends. Uh, I left. Your mom was working at the Breakers, and I was as well doing in-house production in, in true hurricane fashion and evolution. And we are skipping over a lot. Yeah. There's, there's so much. We'd be here all day. Yeah. This would never make it. Um, I left my job to start the film company. And a week later, I said, hey, master of the universe, I think I'm going to need like your brain for this because I can do a lot. To make it successful, I think I need, I need you. So um, you came along right after that, and uh, and it definitely it flipped the world upside down. It was pretty wild. Um, lots of car stuff that we missed. My my wall, that wall was my my testing ground. That's where I. That's really where I forged my technique. I think. I think so. Was that wall? Yeah. There's, there's plenty of videos of running back and forth on that little stone wall with. Every Hot Wheels known to man. Yeah, but so, okay, so for people understand, we had a house in West Palm Beach. We had a retainer wall. The retainer wall was the absolute perfect height for a small three to four year old to take their Hot Wheels and ride it along the retainer wall. But it was not the perfect height for a full grown adult to race their child with the Hot Wheels because when their kid is born to be a racing driver, they don't want to go on their own. They want to race. They want to race and they want to do it every day day for hours hours in the hottest most (laughs) humid weather i mean yeah this was like um a little slice of purgatory yeah but you know i'm gonna move the mic right here so we're positioned better um yeah so we lived in florida we filmed events we we created films by francesco together uh she was the mastermind as she always has been in sort of networking and creating um, I bring in the brand. We do all the stuff. So we had this amazing like moment of creating a company together in Florida, and then um, and then 2008 hit, and yep. and the world collapsed. Very very similar to what's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, except it was a housing crisis, and and um, now it's just everything. <laughs> well, now it's just everything. Yeah. But we don't want to. We, we're here to celebrate. This is a celebration. We know what's happening outside the window of your home, oh, and yeah. we're trying to give you... We're trying to give you an avenue to boost your happiness, not take right. the happiness away just to bring you back to reality. True. We give you the tools to be your own boss. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If anyone at home knows what that line is from, bonus points. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, 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 in all of that, we survived somewhat. We got a little beaten up by 2008, for sure. And uh, and we ended up packing it up. You were probably oh. I was three years old because three to four years three old. Three to four, yeah. And um, what is the next question? Where are we at? Y two K Y Florida. These aren't order. Oh, they're not. These are. This is a very this this question sheet that we have was written by a, in dyslexic. a very dyslexic way. You know, a, <laughs> there is no order, so we're just gonna go with it. 
So do you. Yeah. Very uh, kitten mittens, Charlie Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um, chicken denim. Oh yeah. No. So you know, Florida was this little pocket of time. We created a business. We watched the business grow. We were really, really fortunate um, in so many ways to create something that I think other people valued, and and we were uh, like brought into this whole other world of celebrities and politicians and all this stuff to create what is films by Francesco. Um, but 2008 was like was essentially Mike Tyson punch, just yeah. like lost the home. We got separated. Um, I, I don't know if I could find anything else on the list aside from, I mean, I don't know. It just was chaos. Yeah. So. And in chaos comes order, you know, the yin and the yang. So I think overall through that moment, you know, we we survived and we moved back to New York. And, mm-hmm. and, and respectively, I say New York loosely. We all know where we really ended up, Hoboken, New Jersey. And um, which I think honestly, we were in Hoboken at the perfect time because it wasn't hipster yet. Like when we moved out to come here to Europe, yeah, it was it's just starting to get like hipster. Like when we were there, it was it was still like it was cool. It was chill. Like it was yeah. everyone was living in Jersey City, mm-hmm. and Hoboken was like sort of halfway between Jersey City and then there's the Holland Tunnel and then it's Hoboken. Yep, and it was like it was chill. It was cool. I think it was a good vibe, yeah. and it was the right choice. And and actually, when we moved, we were living in separate apartments. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the two apartments? Oh yeah, we were I, once again. Okay, I you know maybe the whole tone of this isn't about an anniversary. So this is like setting trends. We were yeah. the original OG decouplers. Yeah, the people who co-parented. Yeah, treated each other with respect. Um, did everything together as a family. I do remember though is that for a while originally had two xboxes there was one at your house and one at mom's house and the one at mom's house got struck by lightning and so it red ringed and so for a long time i could only play xbox at one person at one person's house so that yeah i'm not gonna say you were at the right person's house for xbox but but minecraft call of duty yeah all the all the hits were coming through my my xbox um Hit by lightning. So the hurricane electric thing is a theme for you. Yeah. Hmm. You need to look into that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I remember it was like Burnout Paradise was the f- first ever racing game I played. But then the first proper time I played a racing game was Forza 3. Okay. And that was on the 360. Yeah. And I, that was made my, the Audi R8 my favorite car for a while. Because yes. it was on the cover and it was... The car. The car. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So we're... We were in two apartments. The Christmas tree fell down. Your apartment had, and okay, so Christmas tree. This is what happens. I could, we could do a fifteen-hour yeah. podcast. This is this is a standout moment though because it's you know I'm I'm probably what five or six. You're probably six, yeah. And it's and it's you know I think it was like it was like a few days before Christmas Eve, so it's like got it set up. I think Poppy came over. We set but, everything but, up. But you're we, you're skipping. First of all, the trend of the trend of somebody in our family who chooses. This is like body dysmorphia. She chooses to see her home in a different size than than the Christmas tree. Than the Christmas tree in the moment when she's picking. Like, will our our this happens every year that we ever had a Christmas tree, and that was as we go out, we go out to the farm, we find a tree. Dad stands next to it. Mm-hmm. I look at it and say, hmm, that's about two dads. Probably not going to fit. 
Okay. You stand up and look up. Huh, that's probably not going to fit. And mom goes, oh, we'll trim a little off the top. It'll be fine. Trim it off the top. In a house that the only way to get into our apartment was the elevator at Jackson. Well, yeah. So that put a whole other thing. But regardless, at Washington, everything is set up nicely. You know, Poppy had come over to say, we all, we did the thing. I think we made like cookies or something. And I think like in the middle of the night, it just like took a tumble and it came crashing down in the middle of the living room. Now, I was not there. No. But from the stories I've been told, it definitely sounded like yeah. a bomb went off. <laughs> yeah. When you t- I mean, she put Rockefeller Center yeah. into a small Hoboken apartment and somebody kicked it over. Exactly. So, yeah, she's got a problem, mm-hmm. a big problem. And yeah. then and then like not to like ruin whatever she's got going on in her little podcast world and where she's at like episode 16 and probably near Christmas this past year. The universe gave her like a Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. Which I think to me was one of the... I'd never seen your mom... So sad. Mo- yeah. She's devastated. Christmas blues all because yep. that tree was like nothing. Which even considering it wasn't that small for our apartment. Like it was... It probably was normal. We're just used <laughs> yeah. to like... Yeah. It was probably normal. We're just yeah. used to... Like most people, the netting is there just to transport it. Yeah. For us, it had to have netting on it to get it into the house because it was like gargantuan yes so two apartments eventually become one and do you remember when they became one like do you remember the specific <laughs> wisdom teeth baby wisdom teeth wisdom teeth that's like the the, that's like probably one of the only times i've seen you in a state of like like high as shit <laughs> yeah. like just out of Ow. it i got my wisdom teeth taken out and um i don't know if they gave me like the extra special you were out for day or two and i don't know why you were alone with me on top i don't of it. know like, yeah it was one like of those i probably was like oh i'm fine and we were pipe yeah doing something in minecraft and you looked over and i was like <laughs> and um so ellis calls called mom and says that's not looking so good can you can you come over that was and before minecraft was it minecraft was jackson street because minecraft on console was like 2012 2011 maybe it was no, we played Minecraft. Mm-mm. Definitely. No way. Because I built the drawbridge. I built you the bridge. That was Jackson. No. I vivid. No, I vividly Maybe. remember we were at Jackson Street, and it was some morning, and I I know the exact video. I could show you the video. There's one video, and it's water prank in Minecraft, and it's dated 2012, and it's two guys pouring water in their friend's house, and I said, this game looks cool. We should give it a shot. Right. And then 20 bucks on Xbox, we had Minecraft. Fair enough. Better mem- I'm not. I'm not going to battle memories. You're like your mom, too smart. For and me. I built a iron house mm-hmm. with redstone on the top and a roller coaster that went through an E, and that was okay. my creation. Fair enough. Your mom came over to help the injured, which was me. The dazed and, Frank. And like literally, the long and short of that is, she never left. Nope. So uh, we'll leave it at that. That's all. And let's leave. Yeah. The rest to the Because that's the perfect, action. like, this is the perfect halfway. This yes. is between yeah, before yeah. we moved to Jackson mm-hmm. and then into the whole racing yeah. mayhem. Mayhem. And cut.
The Whole Story is a podcast about my family's journey to follow Ellis's singular passion during a global pandemic. The episodes are audio recordings of the journal I've been keeping since the day we left home in 2020. To learn more, follow The Whole Story on Instagram and visit our website, elysium.co. And remember, life is good, life is hard. These two truths are unrelated. You know you drive me crazy. You know you drive me mad. But I could never live a day without you.